All right, this is another episode of the Thesis Conversations. Uh, the guest who I have is currently driving to see this game at a friend's house. I'm going to watch it. I totally forgot. We're talking NBA with my good friend, Isaac DeSanto. Isaac, how are you? Of course. Um, so I guess the big thing is, as this is going to be just me asking you some questions, um, since you are a diehard NBA fan like myself, um, how has the whole LeBron to LA thing been as a current LA resident? Because I think I see it as just kind of like this crazy thing, but I don't know if, is there anything that I'm missing uh, on the East Coast since you are on the West? That is interesting because I think that there was this whole, and I don't know, you can tell me like how real this was. It seemed like when he first went there, there was kind of like this Kobe versus LeBron push and pull where people were like, oh yeah, LeBron's coming. This is great, but he's not Kobe, even though like he's not, I mean, they're both what, like top 10 players, but LeBron's closer to one than 10. Um, But it seemed like there was this real kind of like, LA debate internally about like, hey, how much do we want to wrap our arms around him? Even though Kobe has been like nothing but supportive. Was that like a thing or was that just kind of like it happened in spurts and then like the media just kind of took it to another place? Of course you have. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> Right. 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 And I think, and I think a part of that, kind of like you, is kind of like how, um, you know, you became a really like diehard basketball fan later in life. So I think like a lot of people. Um, you know, I'm a Pistons fan, so like I have no superstar to root for, but, um, I think a lot of people now favor like the star player over their team. And it doesn't help that like players are being overly mobile now. Like LeBron has left three times. Kevin Durant left. Everyone's like, if you're not happy in your situation, and we might see this with like Anthony Davis or like clearly with Jimmy Butler now, I think everyone is kind of just like, which is also, we need to talk about that. Cause that's hilarious. Yeah, totally. Um, but I think, you know, like how you, you're like, okay, I'm rooting for LeBron. 
when he's on the Cavaliers, so I'll root for the Cavs. Now it's like, okay, I'm out in L.A., LeBron's in L.A., I'm rooting for the Lakers because LeBron is in L.A., not like I'm just rooting for the Lakers because I'm here. Because if they were still jacking up uh, Lonzo Ball jump shots, you would kind of be out, right? <laughs> yeah, I would. Right. I, I am feeling a little bit like this is going to be my hometown, and so I'm embracing that, and sort of, and so that's it's just a nice bonus. But yeah, I mean, I was raised in a like my family didn't watch sports at all. Up, right, I remember you told me that. But my dad was an extreme athlete; he was a professional downhill ski racer, and he also played amateur tennis for a while. So my my upbringing, like all the focus in sports, was on individual achievement. There was no team mentality. So when I was introduced to team sports, a la the NBA, when I started watching it in 2010, like, I was immediately drawn to personalities and individual ability over over a team. Like, that was just, like, how my brain worked. Right. And so, um, that's sort of how it's continued to work. Like, I've followed LeBron wherever he's gone and rooted for him. And to me, like, because of the way that, like, I can see now, like, people have, a, like, take a lot of pride in this, like, oh, I've that's like my entire relationship with the Pistons. How dare you? The funny thing is, knowing myself, I would mention it, but I would just be happy. They have, they've made the playoff once in like 10 years, so like I would be happy, but I would still be like, you know what? When it was Josh Smith shooting 25% from threes off the backboard, I was there. <laughs> just because, like, I mean, kind of like if you're like a Cleveland fan now, where you're like, LeBron left, I got to see Jordan Clarkson ISO eight times a game. Save me. Yeah, like, and I, I mean, so you feel like you can be, you can be proud that you earned your fandom and like stuck with the team through these hard times without feeling like you're mad at everyone else for not having done that. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, that is that is interesting. Um, so okay, so here, um. Before I ask you another question, I want to, is there anything that, that you think about the upcoming NBA season that you're, that you still don't know how to figure out? Like, is there a team you're questioning or a player, or is there any kind of general movement that you're questioning? Like, do you have any, like, kind of big questions before I go on uh, to the next one? Because we can either, like, go back and forth if you had a, if you're still, like, unsure of stuff. Can I actually drop? Can I drop a a plug for something really quick? Um, this week I'm basically I bas it's already it's already written it's done it's sitting on my laptop. I basically wrote 
four pages, probably over a thousand words about why the Denver Nuggets are going to be good. Okay, let's go. This is actually like perfect because I'm li- I literally just finished writing this on like Thursday. Please, let's go. I'm like I'm fully ready for this conversation. Let me actually like pull up my piece so I can like specifically address things. You don't see it? I haven't either. People are treating them like they're going to win, like, 55 games. Yeah. It's a lot, yeah. I know because some people are like, oh, they're going to make the four seed or like, oh, they're going to do – like someone predicted them for 55 wins. Like here's my thing. I think they had 48 or 47 last year because remember they played the Timberwolves in that one-game playoff and they lost. Um, Paul Millsap, who's also really good, he missed – he missed I think 44 – he missed 44 games. Which is pretty ridiculous to think about. Like, okay, you lost your starting power forward, who's really good and kind of like sneaky all around ways. Um, that helps. I'll. I feel like he's worth a couple wins. Um, I think it's in. It's interesting the thing about Jokic because I think a lot of the the final kind of part of my piece focuses on him, and I mean he's really good and like if you watch like I had to watch a bunch of Nuggets highlights because like of course you don't just watch like you don't just watch Nuggets games um he's a really interesting player because he can he can shoot like he shot 39% from three last season which is like ridiculous um he's a really good shooter and like he he doesn't just like do it off of like oh I'm wide open like in the piece I wrote, there's a there's a play where he basically is isoing against Taj Gibson. Granted, who he has a size advantage on, he backs him down and then steps back from three and makes it, which is like insane. That's a, that's a crazy move for a seven right, and he's a crazy passer, which I think frees up a lot of other stuff for them in terms of off. Like offense is not their concern because I think they were six, they were the sixth best offense last year in terms of like points and like efficiency and all that stuff. The biggest thing in which their defense sucks, and it's because Jokic can't move his feet that well, which is like an interesting push and pull because he's the reason why their offense is so good, but he's probably the reason why their defense is not, which is hard to... Right. So I think they were like 25th, which is bad, but it's the kind of thing of like, if you can have an elite offense, which they will have this year and have, like, a bottom third defense, not, like, a bottom five, you can get to 50. It's kind of like the Cavs. Like, the Cavs were a great offensive team, like, probably, like, the second or third best, 
and we're a bottom five offense, and you'd rather have a great offense and a bad defense than reverse. Yeah, that's true. Um, so he's really good, and I think we'll see this year when he kind of just like does some freaky because, like, I mean, you've seen videos of his passes; they're like insane. They are. I mean, they're not. They're not. They're not anywhere close to the Jazz. Um, yeah, and I'm just like, I don't see. I guess I just don't see where it's gonna like come from. I mean, I don't know. They're just gonna outscore. They're just gonna outscore people, and they can do it. Like Harris is. Harris is probably one of the better two-way players in the league. That like not many people know about Jamal Murray. I still don't know how good he's gonna be, but he's good. I just think at the end of the day, there will be a lot of like, okay, they scored 115, which is like not good, but we scored 125. I don't know if they'll get to 50. My, I don't know if this is like too hot of a take. I think they're going to be better than the Lakers this year. And maybe that's me drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and I- I like. I think. I think like four to six is their range. I think that's true. Uh, I think like. Yes, I just. I don't like. Just. I don't see how they're like. The thing. It's not even that I think they're terrible. It's just when I start listing off the other teams, I'm like, well, no, they're not better than them. They're not better than them. They're not better than them. Like, are they better than the Blazers? Yes. Really? Yes. That's a hot take. I don't. I. Uh, Maybe it's like I'm still tainted from the Blazers getting swept. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know if – are we sure Damian Lillard or C.J. McCollum is going to be on the team in February? I don't think so. No, we're not sure, but as long as they are – They're good. I think they're going to be like, good. I, I mean – like Yeah, the Blazers always get kind of shit on unnecessarily. I think they're going to be, all right, like, if, if we're talking now, they're not better than Golden State, they're not better than Houston, they're definitely not better than Utah, they're not better than OKC, and then it's kind of like, I can talk myself into anything else. I just feel like if you were asking me today, and maybe this is just ignorance, like, you guys have watched them, but, like, give me the Pelicans and the Blazers. No, I mean, I mean... You follow a lot of Twitter stuff. I'm, like, definitely in the hipster camp of... <laughs> Yeah. I'm definitely in like the hey you don't know about the Nuggets they're gonna be great and here's all the reasons why I'm definitely in like my hipster NBA mode right now um I just I don't know I just think they'll figure it out um and and I could fall flat on my face when they end up winning like 45 games because their defense is trash um <laughs> all right so that was actually a good I'm glad you actually mentioned that um Okay, I'm trying to think. Since we were actually literally just talking about this, and I think now we can like kind of unpack it a little bit more. If you had to, who do you think your top three MVP candidates are? Because we tried to do this and we just kind of got lost. <laughs> right. I think. No, I mean I, I don't want. I won't say that these are in order because I don't. I don't have that much confidence. We can talk about who I definitely think it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be Katie or Curry. They, they split the vote, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Harden. I don't think it's going to be Westbrook. I agree on both. I, I, the more I think about it, I like Kawhi because I think if 
he can't not win it. Yeah. Let's talk about that after, because I'm actually interested yeah, in hearing why. I'm worried about them. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's if the Celtics can can do it, but Celtics and the Raptors vying for first. If the Raptors win, if, like, I know they won a lot of games last year. They had some incredible wins in the season. What did they win last year, 55? Um, Keep talking, and I'll look it up right now. Okay. I think it was actually 60. I think they had six, because they were really good last year. It is. Oh, Kawhi, like, like, shits the bed in San Antonio for a year after this injury. He butchers handling everything. They excise him to Toronto to Belize, and he comes back. He's the third best player in the league, and the Raptors win 58 games. Like, you know, it just, I can see people buying into that, that narrative hype. So I think Kawhi is really good shot. They won, 50, they won 59 last year, which is lower than I thought, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't think they will. But, but if they but if they don't, it's gonna be really tough to give Davis MVP unless his numbers are just next level. Unless he's like a scoring champ or something, right? Which could happen. Good. Which could, could happen. Could. Um, they won forty eight games last year, and if they can get to fifty, because fifty just sounds better. I think I I don't think you're crazy. So who would you say would be third? Because I'm interested to hear. Because those are my top two. I'm interested to who's your third. Right. And like the top three are the East and Giannis goes ape shit. Like maybe, maybe it's Giannis, but I, I'm going to go back to who I mentioned earlier. My dark horse pick. If the Jazz can finish as the two seed, it could be Mitchell. It could be Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell is. He's really good. That is true. My only counter would be, is he the most important player on his team? And I would say no, which like doesn't matter because he's like the scoring. Rudy Gobert is kind of, if Rudy Gobert is not playing, it kind of like throws everything off. Just because like the reason why they have a great defense is because they have like generally good defenders which helps but like when you have kind of like the opposite of Jokic like when you have a bad center who can't move that throws everything off um like when you have Gobert who's basically just like I might not block it but like you're not going to be able to see over me right Right, like you're going to adjust your shot if the seven foot two French guy is just standing there um that's not crazy though that's like a good under underdoggy pick like if i 
my one like my equivalent of that if I just said Embiid and then we can transition into our Sixers. <laughs> so why are you down on the Sixers this year? Because I'm kind of like they'll finish third in the East. Oh Lord. If he's not good, that they're they're yeah. They helped a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I, I'm worried about them, and I think there's some sneaky teams in the East. You know who I'm high on in the East? I'm actually really uh, interested to hear who, who, hear who you're going to say. Yeah, the Pacers. I knew you were going to say that. I love <laughs> that they added uh, Doug McDermott and uh, Tyreek Evans. I think that's exactly what they needed. And Debo is incredible. And Miles Turner, like, he can take a step. Like They have, good, like, they have good players. They're going to be fine. Um, yeah, they did. They did. I think they'll be the four seed. I think you're right on your Fultz thing. I think if he's, it's kind of weird because, like, I think he's, like, in general, like, he's clearly a talented basketball player. Oh, absolutely. It's just, like, when, I mean, did you watch any of that, um, I know you watched Celtics, um, I know you watched the first game on Tuesday. Did you watch any of the Bulls, I mean, this is, like, real nerdy. Did you watch any of the Sixers Bulls? No, I mean, I watched, like, the very end because I was going to watch the Lakers, but I, I didn't. Right. It's like it's frankly weird to watch him play because it's kind of like I mean you know it's like you're watching him and you're like okay like he just needs to like have a he it's almost like you're like rooting for him to have a good moment because you're like okay he just needs to like make a jump shot yeah totally and then like, when, like yeah Yeah, and it's like it's it's so weird because I remember talking to someone who we both know, um, CJ Christopher Johnson. Shout out to him, and he, I mean, he lives in Philly, and he was like, "I don't know what the hell is happening." Like it's like it's clear it wasn't injury, but then it just became mental, and like I don't know, like I just don't frankly know what's happening anymore. So I think if he can, I'm actually shocked that they started him but i know why it's like to get his confidence up um but like i if he can just be like a average starter that helps because he can clearly like he's good with the ball which is like what they need i think it sucks that like of course the thing that's bothering him is like his shooting because that's what they need they need <laughs> And I and I personally love um, Dario Sarge. I don't know why. Oh yeah, no, Dario Sarge is good too. I, I agree. I yeah. Just feel like when I was watching the Sixers against the Celtics, all I could think of was, man, if they had 
like Paul George. He can at least get you a bucket, yeah. No, I'm with you because when they when they play, it looks clunky. Because it's like Simmons is your point guard who's like amazing and who's gonna be like, it's sick. Right. Right. And like he can still score even though he can't shoot. So it's like scary to think of like if he can just like shoot from 15 feet, what would happen? Um, like he's amazing, Embiid's amazing. It's just like they need that. Darich and Covington are good, but they're like, hey, we're gonna just like play really good defense and shoot threes. But they need that other guy to be like, just give me the ball and like I'll make some. I might not score, but I'll make something happen. Cause, like the spacing is just kind of like odd. <laughs> Yeah, that was ridiculous. I was just like, dude, like, like, this is over. Like, yeah. Like, it was just so awesome. Like, here you have the Celtics who, I mean, I know that, like, depth is only getting you so far. They're the best overall roster in the league. Like, it's not close. It's not close. And I mean, Irving and Hayward were clearly rusty, and they still came out and, you know. Now, their team is ridiculous. Um. He is unreal, and it's kind of funny to think about, like, what if the Sixers would have gotten him? Even though the Celtics claim that they would have drafted him first, I don't, like, I can't, obviously, like, we don't know if that's true. But that would have been, I mean, they would have, we would be talking about them probably as, like, a finals contender, (laughs) which is, like, just funny to think about. That's, like, one of the, that's, like, one of the what ifs. Um... Anything else that you're confused about or that you're thinking about before we kind of do like some rapid fire questions? I guess I'm curious what you think. I mean, what do you think that uh, Milwaukee's ceiling is? What's the best case scenario for them this season? The four seed? If I had like your opinion on the Sixers, I would even say the three. Um, out of the Hawks, which is like insane. Um, even though it's funny looking back, like every player on their starting five was like good, which is like just yeah, funny yeah. to, but like, yeah, you are correct. Um, I don't know. I think that before Kawhi got there, Giannis was probably the best player in the East before that trade. Which like that's that's like an interesting debate because I think like if I had to rank them, I think they're both in like that six to ten range, just depending on how you feel. I would just lean Giannis because Irvin gets hurt. He's not he he impacts the game through scoring and like nothing else. Giannis is just kind of like all over the fucking place, <laughs> which which is insane um so he's amazing no right like he is who he is Giannis if he like he can I mean what is he like maybe 23 24 
Um, so if he can just like get a jump shot, it changes everything. And that's still like, no, he, no, he's had like Jason Kidd and basically like me. (laughs) Um, so I think their ceiling is high just because he's there. He can, he can, I'm not going to say shoot because he can't, he can score rebound pass the ball and basically be like a terror on defense given his like size, which makes sense. Um, when I look at their roster, like they're not bad. Like they're better than I thought. Um, like former piston, um, Chris Middleton is really good. Um, I'm like looking at their roster right now. Tony Snell is like underrated. They have like a bunch of like underrated guys. No, Parker's on the um on the whatchamacallits. He's on the Bulls. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they have like players like Ilyasov is there that helps. Brook Lopez is there that another score like that helps. Yeah. Like Eric Bledsoe, like uh, it depends on how like you feel about him. Um, but like he's like a he's a starting point guard which yeah. helps um yeah he should be good like malcolm brogdon is good for like where they got him like he's fine for what he is i don't know i think that their offense is going to be clunky just because Giannis can't shoot even though he overcomes it like when your best player who has the ball a lot can't shoot it just makes everything a lot harder but I think they're surrounding it. Like Middleton can shoot. Tony Snell can somehow shoot now. Brooke Lopez can shoot. Their worst case scenario, their best case scenario is like a three. I think they were the seven seed last year with 44 wins with like a terrible coach. So I think they should. I think. Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. Um, I think they'll be just behind. I think they'll be a five just behind the Pacers. Um but like I who knows? I think they're they're hard. I have to like watch them and just see how it looks. Um what about you? They're not. <laughs> they're not as good as I thought they were. He's good. He's he's amazing. It's just like he doesn't kind of have that it factor because he's really good, and he can kind of he can do everything. He's not good on defense, which sucks. Be, I mean, I think they should make that a successful season for sure. 
I would I think they would take that. I mean, like they know they're they know I think in the East it's clearly like the Celtics and Raptors are in a class of their own. And depending on how you see it, you could even say like the Celtics alone are in a class by themselves, then it's the Raptors, then it's everybody else is kind of like fighting for it. Um so I think they would take that. Like I think they I, depending on like if you gave them truth serum or how high they value themselves. I don't I think if you ask like, hey, are you all better than the Sixers? I think they would think about it and probably be like, eh, best case. Um, so I don't know. I think that's... How long was that Sixers Bucks series lasting the last minute? Was that seven games? I don't think... I think they played the Celtics in the first round. I don't think they played the Sixers. I think the Sixers... Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Sixers played the Heat. Celtics played... The Bucks, because that I remember that series went seven, and I was like, "This kind of is crazy." That uh, went seven. Yeah, Celtics uh, Bucks went seven. Wow. But that was, I mean, granted, they didn't have no Irving, no Hayward, so they were like officially stuck by that point. Um, yeah, that, I think before we wrap up, do you have any bold uh, predictions? Before I mean, we're already in the season now. Um, thank God. Um, any bold or anything like you're high on that other people aren't high on or just anything that you know is like I might be on an island by myself with this. That is, that's like, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's three peppers spicy. That's, No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, that's not. That's just not true. Yeah, he's like. It sucks that he's basically like kind of like a maniac. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's hilarious. The funny thing is, like, you're like, okay, what you did is, like, really wrong, but I can see on a practical level, like, how if you had to play with Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns, you'd probably be really frustrated a lot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Where you're probably like, you all should be better than me, but you're not. I think the Wizards will somehow. They always do. They'll flail. They'll like. They'll. They'll just flail. Though they'll flare. Flail their way there. I don't know how. Like they might end up at eight seed, or they might end up like a six. I don't know how. Their starting five is really good. Um, I, 
he is, and John Wall's not the best locker room person, so that might no, cause some. <laughs> um, all right, I think my, of course, my bold prediction is the Nuggets of Denver, as I put on my NBA hipster glasses, they will, uh, where do I want to put them? They will be a five seed. Or I'll say this, they will finish with a better record than the Lakers. I am like, I, I am so, I am so firm on this. I've done all my, I've done too much Nuggets clips watch for me like to think they're not good now. This is, this is what happens when you write four pages on the Denver Nuggets and you don't, you like can't not believe. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a really hot take. I'm not gonna that is, that is. Uh, on a personal note, my Detroit Pistons will make the eight seed and get swept by the Raptors or Celtics. Um, and there's also a chance that Reggie Jackson gets hurt on the 10th game of the season and we're like, we might win 30 games. Um, I'm trying to think like what else. Sure wouldn't. Um, Bucks. God, the East is so bad. <laughs> um, let me see. I'd say Wizards six. I'll just give them the benefit of the doubt. They have too many good players, so I'm like to not make it work. Then it's a three-team race between the Heat, Pistons, and Hornets, which is like a shame to say. Um, the Pistons could get forty, even though um, I almost thought about making my prediction of like I'm trying to think. Or this will be our our, our official last question, and then we're done. Um, because I was gonna be like, oh, finals pick, but like, uh, it doesn't matter. No. Um. <laughs> Who is the star player who gets traded this year? Because every year there's one. We just we just never know who. Because someone's gonna get unhappy and someone's gonna like kind of like Butler. Like I didn't see that coming. Who do you think is the is like the really good player who gets traded? Because I have a couple like on my like potential list. I don't think anyone's like guaranteed to besides Butler. Um, but someone. I mean, we just know how this works. Somebody will. We just don't know who. That's really interesting. Um, it's so hard to like project like this sort of thing. Like I don't even know. Because like, I'll just happy right. I'll give you my candidates then. If yeah, tell, tell me yours. if the Pelicans flame out Anthony Davis, the Pelicans will not try to trade him. Other teams will try to get him, and. I mean, he has clutch sports now, so they can be like, hey, guy, you got to get out of there. <laughs> um, one of the guards from Portland, if Portland doesn't play well. And I don't think the Hornets would ever do this, because even though he's really good, and I think he's not kind of appreciated enough, if the Hornets flame out, which, I mean, it's the Hornets, that could happen. I wouldn't be shocked, at least if other teams tried to get Kemba Walker, because he's really good. Um, right, yeah. Because the Knicks tried to get him. Here's, here's a, I mean, if you want to get, like, the hot fans on this, 
I think that will probably actually. I didn't even think. I forgot about that. That might happen. I think that's the. Yeah, and I think that was so they could have more leverage, probably, if they wanted to, like, deal him. Where it's like, hey, you have him for three years now. You should, like, we're not going to take any, like, crap. Also, I don't think this will happen just because he gets paid too much. Um, If the Wizards also flame out, I wouldn't be shocked if either John Wall or Bradley Beal got traded. Who? I feel like a lot of teams could say, like, hey, do we need a shooter? Okay, let's get Kyle Korver. Like, I think I would be happy, too, if the Pistons got him. Um, but on that note, Isaac, thank you for hopping on as you drive to see the Lakers-Houston uh, game. Do you have a prediction for that? Houston wins by 15 or more. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, Isaac, thanks so much. Uh, Appreciate you for talking NBA, man. This is not the first time we will do this. Anytime, definitely not. Thanks, man.